What's up, Tom? What do you say? Chillin', 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 chillin'. Oh, man. Yo, I'm so tired today. I don't know why. I mean, I know why, because I didn't really sleep that well last night. Oh, man, that's my life. I don't remember the last time I got a good night's sleep. Just like I couldn't sleep. Turn, man. I couldn't sleep knowing that... Uh, Future of the Republic. Democracy in, was in peril. D- mm. Future of the Republic is in Jeff Young's hands. It's kept <laughs> me up many nights. <laughs> La Vida, uh, also uh, our boy uh, Madison Cawthorn, unfortunately, the fresh young face of the uh, Republican Party. It, you know what's funny about that is we really haven't even talked about that, any. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like everybody else has been having a field day talking about, like, oh, this man likes to. You know, force his cousin to give him top. <laughs> but we've not, we've, you know, we've been gentlemanly about it. We've just not yeah. touched it, just out of respect for that community. Yeah, yeah. For the youth, out of respect for the youth. All right. The community, like, you mean like young men in their 20s running for congressional office to instigate like a fascist takeover of government correct well I, what did you think i was talking about uh, <laughs> what you mean you people top <laughs> you know those kind of people <laughs> those kind of those people yeah, yeah. yeah man uh i don't know i was i don't even have to get too into it or whatever but i just think it's funny like the fact that like this guy like couldn't hang with like these republicans it couldn't be like about it with the coke orgies so they just like kicked him out the club man it's pretty funny i mean <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny it's 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 like that old for the longest time politics in this country was a party you know yeah and I mean, it, it was, was in, the it was like a means to an end the right. end was Coke orgies and. <laughs> well, I mean, really, that's how it started, right? Like, right. Uh, what was that? Uh, not we were always going to interview that guy that wrote that Not Cultures book. You know? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It is like basically the country was founded out of the Hellfire Club and also later something called the Flat Hat Club. So, so basically, all so oh, the reason that people treat this shit so fraternally is like. Because that's the origin. That's of what it started out as. Yeah, yeah. yeah it started but, out as like a bacchanalia. Yeah, a bunch like, of dudes sucking and fucking, and <laughs> you know, I, I, what. <laughs> one thing that is remotely cool about America's origins is like one of our founding polymaths, <laughs> of which there are many. <laughs> uh, his famous, <laughs> one of his famous quotes was, "Every cat's gray in the dark." About like. Mm fucking chicks that are you know he, he was like he was like an inveterate um poon hound basically yeah, yeah. and he didn't cull much uh yeah. he didn't discriminate I'm no sure. no i i yeah. mean uh, something something about that i fuck with you know what i mean but the thing is is that they also did weird shit with each other though oh yeah yeah i mean it's <laughs> That's, that's part and like, of and it, like a, I feel like a true like a, what was it ancient like antiqu- antiquity like Greek or Roman I guess fashion you know. Uh, listen, one man's hazing is another man's team building. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, things get weird. You just just know that it's normal for somebody else in that room. 
That's true. That's true. Like it's you shouldn't be infringing on their rights. Sit yeah. your ass down. Sit your and white listen. ass down and get hazed. And l- listen, yeah, you know when somebody <laughs> says they want to like teabag you and fuck your mouth, follow your balls like, and some shit. Listen, be a little open minded. Be a little open minded. That if you say no, it will offend them. <laughs> right. And you don't want to do that. <laughs> you imagine that like a reverse woke world, where like you show up at Bohemian <laughs> Grove and you don't want to do the what Richard Nixon called the. You know, <laughs> and then everybody just like the record stops, and it's just like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to uh, jerk off Junius P. Morgan? <laughs> and everybody's looking at you. Okay, okay, get this guy out of here. Okay, and then yeah, he's just canceled because he refused to participate. It's on, in yeah, right, 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 gay right, occult right. bacchanalia activity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Well, yeah, man. But that. That's the th- yeah, I guess you're right. Like the Madison Cawthorn stuff is not. He's you know he's fascinating. He he was in some ways he was kind of a modern Jesus of our times. Like he he, <laughs> he died for the sins yeah, of all two know. two beautiful boys that uh, ended up something to do with trees ended up being their lasting legacy. Uh-huh. You know, remember Madison Cawthorn when he boxed he the, boxed the bark tree off that tree. Yeah. Oh yeah, that uh, that sapling. Mm-hmm. He was trying to. He was, he was I mean, that's pretty fucked up. Like, of all the things, that's absurd. Of all the things to attack in nature, like if he was doing that to a lion, just like like doing the you know like the boxing montage yeah. where that thing that they you know I don't know what they call that. that yeah, ball. like 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 the ball. Yeah, the punching bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just doing that to a lion's face, like on the savanna. Like then I would be like, all right. And or like side of a I mean, that thing's going to swatch you and take your head off in a second. But <laughs> yeah. right. Play on. But like a tree, all it's got is bark. That's that's yeah. its only defense mechanism. You know. Little did he know, just a few, just a few short years later, he'd end up on that tree. <laughs> <laughs> Crucified for all of us. <laughs> Let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question. So y'all think that? Because I'm pretty sure he's blacklisted from like the GOP. But is he going to be like our boy, uh, our boy, like Hova Jesus, and uh, be resurrected? You think? You think he's going to have like a like a slot on Fox News or maybe a what's that one news American News Network or some shit like that? Oh man, you know he should because he's he's a very intelligent guy. And he's got a lot of great things to say. So I I think he should have. Have you seen his handwriting? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's just, um, he's emblematic of a certain, like, generation of men, you know. He just never had to grow up. That is true. He just never had to grow up. He's in his second childhood. You know where that got him? Nailed to a cross. Nailed to a cross. But you know what? It's like, this is what happens with, like, you don't have, he doesn't have the conviction of like his beliefs, like his accusations against the party, because he's like he does the same shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like we uh-huh. know he does the same shit. He's also like the youngest congressman, of course. Like he's wilding out. Um, so it's like I don't know, man. I just think it's kind of funny. Like yo, don't like talk shit and like get hit. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't talk shit if you're doing the same thing. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like my armchair psychoanalytic diagnosis of him. Is that him wanting to fuck his cousin? And actually, I watched the video. It kind of looked like he succeeded. He was trying to. He was trying, and that's all. Wait, it's the video with the car when they were in the car, in no, the front this, of the car. No, this is in like a hotel room. Damn, how many videos are there? God damn. 
I didn't see the one in front of the car. There's not a man real, alive. I'll my boy, man. God damn. There's not a man alive that wanted to have gay sex with his cousin more than Madison Cawthorn. <laughs> it did the, you know, listen, there is a certain, we just got to be honest about it. There is a certain homoerotic current in a boy's life. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, of course. Absolutely. The boys absolutely. play a little grab ass, you know, into yeah. varying degrees. Sometimes yeah. it plays out as just, you know, chasing a young tom around a bathroom trying to whip him with a wet towel while he uh-huh. squeals you know mm-hmm. there's that and then there's you know it gets a little more how do you say uh carnal you know yeah, yeah yes exactly carnal <laughs> which no shame no shame at all this is a natural development of a boy's life this yeah. one time at church camp um I like played this prank on this kid. I was dared to do this. I understand like you can like you can be peer pressured by other young men into doing stuff that you don't necessarily want to do. But <laughs> I thought it the- is the story of boyhood. It's just <laughs> it's just a never ending stream of people goading you into doing shit that could be detrimental to your life. <laughs> It really, truly, and you doing eighty percent of it, <laughs> and you know it damn well. You shouldn't do it. Knowing damn well you shouldn't do it. Um, well, so anyways, I, did they used to call this like, didn't they used to call this like the French maiden or something? Like you would like p- tuck your dick behind your balls, right? Oh, to so make it look like you had a vagina? It didn't, right, right. But yeah. well, to, so like I had did, I had done that. Like I walked in there like I was going to change, right? Yeah. And like I tucked my dick behind my balls. So just yeah. my balls were hanging out. So it looks like you had a little motion up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is fucked up in hindsight, but at the time, you know, you think it's hilarious. But anyways, like, I just acted like I was changing in front of him and didn't say anything and didn't, like, uh, didn't, you know, reference it or anything like that. And just, like, walked out of the room or whatever. And I thought it was hilarious. But, like, he, like, told someone later on, uh, they were like, did Terrence go does he changing in front of you earlier? And he was like, and he was like, yeah, man. And his balls were really weird. (laughs) 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 Which could mean that, like, he got a better look at my balls than I ever have. Yeah, like, was, there was no dick when, in the way. <laughs> when you looking at your balls, you looking down. This is somebody else looking. He was from looking an outside straight, perspective. Yeah, straight exactly. at my balls. He's just looking at your I like balls. how like he was gentlemanly enough not to say anything to your face. I'll be like, damn, exactly. bro, I probably didn't get that checked out. Or hey, you might that shit look weird. As fuck, Something's man. going on there. Man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I mean it's it's completely absurd. Very fucked up. In hindsight, but when you're like 14 years old, I mean oh, yeah. stuff like just, that is. Shit, man. You thought you reason. thought you were playing a clever prank, but everybody at <laughs> at Hobbs High School, the rumor was, man, his balls. Terrence doesn't have a penis, and his balls are huge. <laughs> He's got the weirdest setup down there. They didn't say he, he didn't say huge. He said weird. <laughs> He's got weird balls, and I didn't yeah. see a penis. It was just. It's like a Ken doll. It's just a smooth mound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't just think a smooth mound of flesh. I thought it was nice of him not to mention the penis thing. Yeah, he yeah. didn't. He didn't have. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't bring my dick into it. And um, yeah. you know, yeah. does not respect that. <laughs> that balls, out for you, man. Weird balls are a fair game. <laughs> something <laughs> that I I voluntarily something that like is quite literally like sexual harassment <laughs> yeah, showing yeah. someone your shit yeah, yeah, okay. yes. <laughs> and the least he did it was like yo you got weird balls that's it yeah 
You kind of, you kind of, it started as a joke. You kind of played yourself a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And sexually harassed in the process. (laughs) Just all the boxes of. Check, check. At least he he grew though, and and that's why I did it. I wanted him to grow. (laughs) (laughs) He grew, man. Kids. It's a learning opportunity, man. But this Madison Cawthorn thing, like he Mm. was not fourteen. I believe he looked like he was like twenty or twenty-one. Yeah, right. like the age he does now. He's like in it's his like a couple years ago, probably twenties, anyways. Oh God, yeah. How old is that guy? Is he just in his twenties? He's he like he, he was born in 1995, so he's uh, oh, a twenty-five. That's weird. Twenty-six, twenty-seven. I thought you couldn't even be in Congress till you're thirty. Nah, that's Congress like is twenty-five. I thought like, wasn't Joe Biden like he had to lie about his age because he wasn't old? Or that maybe that's the Senate. Nah, he he yeah he did lie about his age though. I think he uh, it was but his birthday was a month later than the filing, something like that. I don't know. Something. So he lied about it. Yeah. <laughs> he just lied about it. Honestly, uh, like if we if we have already basically gone back to being a monarchy, they should let children be the leader or the president or whatever. Oh, we should. I, have I unironically him. agree with that. Right, like if like you know you yeah. could be living under a king who is like seven years old and it would suck yeah i mean it's, well back then back then seven years old was like 25 right but still like it doesn't like it, you're right it doesn't matter we're being ruled by like these uh i think about geriatric that. yeah octogenarians like let a kid do it man yeah, yeah let's flip the script nine-year-old enfant terrible or however you say that <laughs> uh and just like he just gets to like whine and cry about like things all day and also make the laws. <laughs> yeah. With a nuclear like button, nuclear like football, whatever, like, you know, on yeah. his table, he's like throwing it around and shit. Well, I'm not glad- actually a football, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you yeah. stepped on the, uh, I'm glad you tripped the bomb wire on that one. There's like certain phrases I don't know how to pronounce. And so I've just avoided them on, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> just leave it to other people. But sometimes. Tom, or you know, maybe me. You have to bravely just say it and let people scream at you. Okay, I, was, I want to know. Yeah, I just so if my French is bad, like um, pilloried, pilloried, enfant, enfant. It sounds. It's fun to say. Yeah, you're right. I thought that was like, isn't like a l'enfant terrible like a kind of like bohemian. I thought it just meant like a terrible child. (laughs) (laughs) A terrible infant. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Badass kid. Yeah, Yeah, I'm just a little badass kid. Well, I associate like the cover of Les Mis with a L'Enfant Terrible. Why is that? When I type Les Mis into my phone, I get the telenovela in Telemundo in September... 2014 why <laughs> why do i get the telemundo version <laughs> that would be uh, uh la infante terrible terrible <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it almost sounds the same you just say it yeah <laughs> you just say it in a different accent Iho <laughs> malo <laughs> the same yeah just a different accent yeah, yeah. <laughs> what it is but I mean, you know, I can't. I mean, I'm a dumbass, man. I don't speak any languages. My sister speaks like ten languages, man. 
God damn. <laughs> yeah, dude. Does she what speak Amharic? Is that what they speak in Ethiopia? I have no idea. I think that's no, what they speak. I have no gosh. idea. Um, I thought it, you said Aramaic for me, and I was like, "Wait, what?" That's the language. My that's the language my savior spoke <laughs> when he was here. Madison Cawthorn. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> Mad- that's Madison Cawthorn's first tongue. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, damn. I gotta tell you, yeah, I had an eventful. Uh, after I get on the show and I bluster about it, I'm never going to vote again. I ain't doing this shit again, whatever. I went and I voted yesterday. Wow. Uh, now, y'all see how I look. I've got a little crusty mustache. Uh-huh. Um, it was unfortunate that my polling place was the cafeteria at Maxwell Elementary School in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> after I had shaved and got this, it's like, okay, I'm going to go punch one in for Charles Booker. And then I look up my polling place. Maxwell Elementary School, huh? Yeah. Well. Hanging out outside. Milling <laughs> <laughs> about, lawyer around. Yeah, sir, didn't you cast your vote two hours ago? <laughs> we need you to leave the premises, sir. I, I'm just making sure that... <laughs> sir, you need to be at least a thousand feet away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, does, that does pose a conundrum, though. What if... Um, you were uh, yeah, a convicted you're right. child. You're not allowed within a thousand yards of a school. Which you may not have. You may not have your voting rights. But what if you did have your voting rights somehow? But you were still a sex offender. Would you that would that be would that be voter uh, voter uh, voter disenfranchisement? Mm, disenfran- yeah, right. Voter suppression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voter suppression. Yeah, yeah. Voter, suppression. Yeah, yeah. voter suppression for yeah. the. Because that means that, that, that means that the polling pedo- site. <laughs> Is an elementary school, presumably the, where children are at. <laughs> the pedo got to drive over to the next county yeah. to go vote. And then he's just like, listen, I know what this looks like, but these people won't stop screaming at me about like, change change happening at the ballot box. So I'm going to need you to make an exception here. You're going to see like a HuffPost investigative feature the voter suppression no one is talking about <laughs> nah better yet you can see that shit on Fox News mm. Democratic Party allows pedos to vote or some shit like that yeah yeah they, right. would, run, they <laughs> would run with they would run I'm, with I'm that. speaking that shit into existence man watch that shit so I, I go in there right and it is yeah. voting is the most convoluted experience in American life because it's like should be cut and dry and it is like the weirdest thing I had to go in there right one I had to show ID so like that's still happening, right? Right, but they don't yeah. want you there. And, like, it's like any normal person, if they were to go to a party and you read off your name to get in to the yes. party and they acted like they did not want you there when they read your name, any person normally would just turn around and go Right, right, right. No right. one would go to a party that no one wants them at, that it's exactly. obvious that they're not wanted there. Exactly. It, it, <laughs> And, yo, Tom, remember I told you earlier, too, that in New York, we were talking on the phone. In New York, um, I didn't need my ID to vote. You don't need your ID to vote. So That's like, how it should be, right? Yeah, that's how it should be, you know? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you, you go in there, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be just a smooth experience. Nobody's in line, whatever. Well, I get there, and there's like four people standing in front of like the cafeteria doors. I'm standing there in my creepy mustache, and I'm like, <laughs> is somebody going to acknowledge that I'm here? Yeah. And they're just going on for like 10 minutes. And then they turn around like, oh, are you here to vote? I'm like, motherfucker, it's a polling site. <laughs> you better hope I'm here to vote. 
so they finally usher she, me. She in. goes to a utility closet and opens it and leads out like an eight-year-old and throws him in your arms like, all right, get out of here. You're like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, no, no. Who the I'm fuck did you think I was? And I'm like, what? <laughs> What's oh. going on here? Oh, and then they just like push the kid back. You didn't see any of that. So I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there, <laughs> and they finally like usher me in, and they and then like show the ID, and they're like, "Okay, here's how we do things here." On this ballot, there's like little squares on like all over the place. And it's like, what you have to do is go over here to one of these like little privacy nodules all over mm. the cafeteria, whichever one you want. Sit down and fill in, and you know they got like weird instructions, like filling out a scantron sheet. Like uh-huh. this is incorrect, but this is yeah, correct. And right. This is like, and if you don't <laughs> yeah. fill it out like this, it's going to get thrown out. And I'm just like, this. There's got to be a more efficient way to do this. So I go, I sit down, and it is a little convoluted because they're like the squares are weird, and like some of them are different sizes or whatever. So I'm just like color it in as best I can, uh-huh. recognizing that that mark wouldn't count and this mark wouldn't count, whatever. So I took pain. So I voted for. Charles, obviously. Mm. <laughs> I Charles did Darwin. Charles, <laughs> Charles Darwin. You ready for Charles? Charles Darwin. Darwin. I supported King, King Charles V. The Holy Roman Empire. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote <laughs> in Charlie a veritable Brown. who's who of history's Charleses, <laughs> including Carlos the Unfortunate. Uh, so, yeah, vote for Charles Booker. And then, like, I'm just I'm like, I don't know any of the rest of these, like, things. Like, in Eastern Kentucky, you just vote for shit like dog catcher. And, yeah, and, and it's <laughs> always these titles that I don't understand either. Like, comptroller. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is that, man? Yeah, what's I? Can, I have no idea what that is. I think a comptroller controls money in some ways. So why not Maybe, just, like, <laughs> treasure? Treasure? I would think that treasure, but it, it probably was but, something they intentionally did. Like the guys in fraternal Freemason societies, they were like, "We'll call it comptroller. It'll confuse people. Yeah, it'll, it'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it'll obfuscate what we actually do, which right. is take your fucking money. Take yeah, the yeah. money. The person that <laughs> handles the money, you know, if if yeah. you don't know how what their job is, something's yeah. wrong. Yeah, something is wrong. If money's money, involved, it's your money's bad. disappearing somewhere. <laughs> Me and Terrence were talking about in the parking lot. It's like, who was the first guys that are like expanded membership in the Freemasons outside of like? That profession. Mm. Like, who was the first Freemason that wasn't actually a stonemason? Right. Like, we need what we need. I mean, guys, I hate to say it. I know we're literally called the Freemasons and everything, but I think we need some stablemen in here. Stablemen. Some cobblers. Cobblers. And that's not yeah, true yeah. because they only, there wasn't any working people in the Freemason society, right? It was just no. like. Was it, were there doctors? Like, uh, can we get, Do- like, there uh, were definitely doctors. There like were doctors, of course, yeah. Surgeons and shit, yeah, Like yeah, Benjamin yeah. Rush. You yeah. know who that is? Yeah. Benjamin Rush. I think he's like a founding father. He's like from oh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. He was That's like a, cool a, name. a doctor. Polymath. Ben he Rush. He was probably a polymath. A lot of polymaths probably in the early Masonic order, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, polymath, as you teach your, you have a various knowledge in like a bunch of different fields? That You're a genius in several different fields. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. You know. Uh, so I go in there and then I'm scrolling down and I see uh, Jeff Young, who I've known from various organizing spaces over the years and stuff. Like not personally, but just kind of know of him. You know of his work. I know his his oeuvre. And uh, 
Infant Terry Blay Oubre. Is that was that right? That was a you killed it, bro. Damn, Damn that right was now. a gamble too. I don't really don't know if that's Avoir or Oubre. French hillbilly. No. They should do like a duolingo course. It's like French hillbilly though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Joex jo Noel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're going to create a new French Creole here tonight. So, on New Circle Road, Jeff had this huge sign that I'd seen for several weeks now. And he's running on a very sensible platform. He's the peace candidate that wants to run to abolish the CIA. I, I mean, honestly, here's here's what all of his issues are. Abolish the CIA. Get big money out of politics. Abolish AFRICOM. Help prevent a nuclear oh, war. Yeah. We need a Mer- Medicare for all. I love the switch on sort of, uh, you know, like we've got some bullet point issues, but then we kind of get like a semi-sentence. We need Medicare for all. You know what I'm saying? I like in- that he said ban AFRICOM in there. I'm just wanna, I just want to throw tight. that in there. Who the fuck? That's really tight and Nobody's random, thinking but that's about that. tight. <laughs> Nobody's this, thinking Here's the like thing. abolished NATO. Africa. No, 85% yeah. of America thinks this guy's a winged nut, and this is really the most sensible platform <laughs> one can run on. Didn't we just <laughs> announce that we're bombing S- Somalia or some shit? Yeah, or we, yeah, we, yeah. We, we're always bombing somewhere, man. Isn't nah, that insane? Dude. We're that that we're we're just always bombing somewhere. Also, just like the amount. I mean, this is probably a trite point, right? But just the military bases, like all over the world. Like I don't know, man. That kind of presence kind of blows my mind, man. Dude, this is why. Yeah, no. Mm. Uh, so I got to abolish the CIA. Yeah. Anyways, Jeff um, is right. Abolish Africom. That's tight. Uh, in in corruption. Uh, Andy Barr is objectively pro-abortion, not pro-life. Again. Not not so much a policy stance, just more like this. He's just hating. I like. Yeah, that. he's just he's, being a hater. He's right just now, being is, a hater. Uh, he's yeah, just yeah. not a policy stance. Yeah, uh, which I feel like is characteristic of uh, the days when uh, I guess like the 19th century and politicians would just throw barbs at each other. You know, blah blah. Yeah, he was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. abolish Avercom, <laughs> abolish CIA. <laughs> uh, Andy, Andy Barr, Barr. <laughs> Infant Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bad baby. That is the artist bad baby in Francie's L'Enfant Terrible. <laughs> I like this. Illegalized cannabis, energy, Wait, and the environment. But that doesn't go any further. Illegalized for... cannabis? No, legalized. Oh, I think he said illegal. I got scared for him, man. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a <laughs> very like, funny way of saying it might can't illegalize it. Illegalize <laughs> it. This is new. My new album of Whaler's covers called Illegalize It. <laughs> illegalize It. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Damn! Shit. Didn't that, like Jeff Jack Posobiec or whatever say this week that they were doing like praise and worship versions of Rage Against the Machine songs? Yeah, including uh, some "I will do what you tell me to." Yeah, I will. Yeah, I mean, everybody was like, "This is so lame!" Ha ha ha! And I was like, "Yeah, definitely. I've definitely <laughs> never done that." <laughs> Yeah, what a loser that guy was. <laughs> Fucking loser could it be me? You just some guys just don't grow out of you know, like Posobiec. A lot of these like right wing power brokers are just guys that never really grew out of CCM culture. Yeah. I've seen this happen. There's guys you go to college with that never grow out of like fraternity culture or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. You just it's just arrested development's what it is. Yeah, and you yeah. just take that you take that culture into whatever job that you do. Right, and you just kind of replicate it. Yeah. 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 So what's yeah. what else Jeff got on the docket for us? Uh, legalized cannabis. The next bullet is energy and the environment. Uh, 
Uh, that could mean any number of things. I do like it, though, that it's so vague. <laughs> it could be anything. It's just acknowledging that energy exists. Is it can't, big? Can't be the created out of Nor nothing. Nor destroy. Nor destroy. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to teach Newton in schools again. Yeah, and the environment. Um, then the next one is tax millionaires and billionaires. I agree, Jeff. I think by just naming them, he's trying to tell us that they should not exist. And I 1,000% agree. Uh, Abolish the death penalty nationwide. I think those are the issues. Here's what's so compelling about Jeff to me is on his one billboard that he put above the liquor store on New Circle in Lexington, of all those policy positions that he, you know, he could have been the, the weed guy or whatever, but he went with something that I think has not been means-tested to death or anything like that, but I think is a vastly more popular position than would let on. But yeah. abolish the CIA, I think, is more resonant than you think it would be. Mm, I think agree. Think about this. Everybody from millionaire tax cheats to John Q. Housing Projects has a healthy distrust of the government. Mm-hmm. And what organ of the government engenders that mistrust more than any other? Definitely the CIA. It sounds like a like a right like a like a wing nut thing to say, mm-hmm. but I actually think it's more popular than you think it would be. Honestly, like you could sweep up a lot. This is this is you know what? So I don't really know much about Jeff Young. Um, if he was running in my district, I probably wouldn't have voted for him. But that's just because I'm no longer a voter. A voter. <laughs> no longer, I do <laughs> not participate. Darren's turned in his voter card. <laughs> It's like I actually I don't want this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I, I, I don't want this right anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this thing is going down. There yeah. is no like I I like went on this trip and I was like oh you know like I've been feeling really paranoid the last few weeks. It was really the Roe v Wade thing. Just that the did last it. few weeks, sir. Well, you know, like, especially paranoid. The last <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like after the 2016 like, election, people were like, you know, uh, we need to start reading about Weimar Germany and, like, Third Reich yeah. and how the Nazis yeah. came to power and all this. And I remember thinking at the time, like, yeah, okay, this is very serious. I don't know. If- <laughs> I, th- I thought you said, okay, I'll get there. <laughs> Just let me, let me breathe for a second. Um, but I th- remember thinking it was like, yeah, okay, like, that's... It might be a little alarmist, mostly just because we live in different, you know, times uh, and yeah, historical context. You know what's, and, you know what's, that book you were talking about about the Nazis. Mm. There's a, there's a version of it that's just got the swastika on it. Yeah. And somebody tweeted is like, "How am I supposed to read this on the subway?" Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go to the coffee shop and sit down with this yeah. book and read, bro? Yeah. The synagogue across the street or some shit, man? Chill the fuck out, dude. <laughs> I saw that after you talked. Hey, God damn. That's the thing about you're right, dude. You're absolutely right. That's the problem about writing a book about the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, there's no a, one's there's gonna read it in public. <laughs> there's a book I got called uh, "Bring the War Home" by Kathleen Ballou. Uh, where she studies like the white power movement yeah. in the seventies, eighties. I listened to an interview with her on oh, that dude. show, The Dig. It was pretty good. She's pretty good. No, it's actually a good book, uh, but it has a Klansman on the cover, man. You know what I mean? And a Klansman is different from a swastika. 
But at the same time, like I was sitting at the bar as a black dude, and I got the book in front of my face, and people walk up out a window, and they're just like, "Yo, what yeah. the?" It like perfectly aligns with your head, the contours of your head, yeah. exactly. so it looks like you're wearing. The hood. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what is this guy's problem? What is the World Cup to?" Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I didn't read that book. I know who she is, though. Uh, I didn't even finish it, but it was good. But uh, ever since that Ro- like the Roe v. Wade thing, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. Uh, I feel like that was the point I hit th- that level of paranoia. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm going to start reading books about Nazis now. <laughs> I mean, because, <laughs> like, I, I really want to know if that's actually what's coming. Yeah. And I think that's what's going on. <laughs> no, no, dude. Little update. I now believe that more strongly than ever. Listen, man. Like, I mean, we got to talk about it because it's grim, you know. But, like, the for me, Terrence, that moment was a... I've had many of those moments, but it's always gets like progressively like worse. It's like cumulative, you know, it's always like another series of events that just makes it worse. But the shooting that had happened in the Buffalo and then I think two more shootings had happened within 24 hours oh, yeah. like mass shootings and i was just like yo this is like not even the creeping fash anymore it's just like and the thing about it it being here is that it's always been here but it doesn't seem like it's going to be like this okay this one big flash event or this thing when everybody pays attention because that always happens right everybody pretends it's like the first time it's happening well but now it's uh, like uh, america hmm. having sort of assumed the nazi identity which we always were hmm. but you know have like they're they're smart enough not to just put people on train cars and to, you know what i'm saying yeah yes exactly it's like exactly. they're oh we learned some lessons well, from the nazis i think yeah. the thing yeah. is about is, optics we did yes. I think part of the issue is we did do that, and then it got, I don't know, due to us waging the Cold War and mm-hmm. fighting the Nazis in World War II, had all convinced ourselves that actually that's not us. Like, we're yeah. not that. Yeah. And so we kind of did an op on ourselves in a way. Like, And I think that a country that was started under that pretense of... We didn't have trains really back then, but it was still the same concept. Mm-hmm. You know, trail of tears and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that got... Those values and those kind of, like, you know, cultural institutions and norms, I think they really did get absorbed into... Oh, and the fabric of everything. It's right. Just, it's, and, un, it's inseparable from, right. like, the institutions and everything. Like, this, the social materiality of this country is. It's it, insane. Right. And, like, the rising tide of that rising rate of profit throughout the 20th century was able to kind of like pad out the political experience with mm-hmm. these kind of liberal values. Mm-hmm. And then once that started to go down, yeah. obviously is when you see them pulling it all back and reverting to that kind of old, uh, I mean, it's like a settler colonial mindset, obviously, yeah. but like the difference <laughs> with like the Nazis is that they're not aiming for world domination now. Mm-hmm. It, that, Yo, like it's Holly like fascism. <clears throat> It's like, not to cut you up, Terrence, sorry, but you ever reminded me of something that, like, I don't know who said it. It's not me, but I didn't come up with it. But it's like, fascism is like imperialism turned inwards, you know? So it's no, it's no, it's like the same sort of tactics that, you know, colonial imperial powers use to, like, uh, like suppress the peoples. This is now, I'm not saying that this is new either. This has always kind of happened, internal oppression by the state. But it's like, in a way now where, you know, you could look at, like, something like Ferguson. And I mean, dude, it looks like, it looks like a military zone, you know, in another country. 
you know what I'm saying, that we're occupying, you know what I mean? Like, that's sort of kind of violence, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the thing is, like, about fascist Germany is that they were extremely, that was the whole point, like, was mm. kind of world domination, like, imperial hegemony. Mm. And they were trying to create a world where there were no nation states. There were just mm. groups of identities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they really were like, they, like I said, they had lawyers that worked overtime trying to figure out how to make groups of racial people and communities sovereign rather than nations. These groups would, and that these groups would battle it out like on the world stage. Mm. And, and in their thinking, like the Aryans would win, which is, it was, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm really ignorant about stuff like this, but isn't it weird for Nazis to like, adopt Aryan identity wasn't that didn't that have to do with like the Indian subcontinent people something, from that I think something like yeah. that yeah 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 I, I don't yeah I don't, now I don't we think of it as blonde hair blue eyes or whatever yeah. but like but I think that they acknowledged as well that like the it, I don't know maybe I could be wrong somebody's gonna probably tell me I'm wrong but I think they acknowledge as well that Indians were also Aryan because they like they acknowledge that they got it from that but I don't know. I mean, like, it's not like... Yet, yet they also killed a lot of Romani exactly. who are... Exactly. ...descended exactly. from the Indian subcontinent. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Interesting position. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that maybe... Uh, I don't know. Regardless, it doesn't seem like America, with the exception of, like, the liberals, mm. like, who are fascists in their own ways, but, like, the right-wing fascists <laughs> are obviously not that interested in, like, world domination in the way no. that those Nazis were. Because, like, Holly and J.D. Vance and all them, they talk about how w we need to not be engaged in Ukraine and, exactly. like, in exactly. these military conflicts. <clears throat> They're isolationists, essentially. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's um, And I think well, that, like, I guess maybe they want sort of, like, a... Some sort of like fortress society, I suppose, yeah. that does have these like hardened borders. Um, so it's like it is fascist, but in a different. Every city is a prison, almost right. Right. So like every city is a prison. We're incredibly like kind of closed off. I mean, like yeah. I mean, I think I think too, like because of America's, I guess, like waning power in the world too. You know, and the only thing that we export is culture. You know what I mean? But even that now, it's like yeah, I could imagine like sort of this receding into ourselves you know where like liberals don't really have any i mean they don't never have anything to offer but i mean even the elections yesterday right were kind of a perfect example like um this fucking dude connor lamb who i think lost to john fetterman there was a tweet of his that i was looking at from last year that said something like oh i'm a normal democrat you know i'm not a socialist right like say what you will about the, the right and the republicans but they have a vision of the future as horrific as it is you know what i mean like the liberals don't seem to have a vision of anything beyond like kind of keeping things the way they are now where the right because there is a sense of like something is being taken away from them or they're losing something you know like this power that they have and this kind of hold that they have like they radically want to change society and that's what's terrifying I guess which means like you know when shit like the shooting happens i mean of course you have republicans that at the same time, when it distance themselves from some shit like that, but then they usually they literally say the same rhetoric in their campaign speeches about the Great Replacement shit, you know? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like they got foot soldiers, and what the fuck are we doing, man? Well, that's the, posting online. That's know? the thing that scares the shit out of me, though, is that like they are very effective at marshaling terror. 
Like yes. that shooting in Buffalo, and the fa- and like the thing about terror and terrorism is like when it's weaponized by these guys. Obviously, they like honed this technique and strategy in like anti-communist um, battles around the world, like throughout the 20th Vietnam, century. Vietnam, like Latin right. America. Right, yeah. right, right. That was like, the proving ground. Yeah. I feel exactly. like, <laughs> exactly. like it really was. And like when you terrorize a society like that, like mass shootings, shit like that, like I think it does have the secular effect, like the long-term effect of a population going towards the right because people, because then, you know what I mean? Then people get scared. They become fearful. And I feel like that is kind of more conducive to a kind of reactionary, um, you know, mindset. And I don't know. We don't have any, (laughs) what? what? I was going to say something about terrorism originating in France. And you might say they were, Terrible. <laughs> in funk, maybe, maybe, perhaps. Uh, I fucked that up. In right. the political sense, right? In like, the political. <laughs> I'm sure political violence <laughs> existed well before that, but I guess the the name being put to it. That yeah. should be. That, well, that's the thing. Like, if they're gonna do it, we gotta have a response. That should be the less form of terrorism. Just <laughs> terrible babies. Just yeah, terrible yeah, infants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Terrence, you getting me thinking too late. We mentioned that book earlier, Kathleen Blick's Bring the War Home, and, like, all of those dudes, like, a lot of those dudes that fought in Vietnam and shit, man, like, they came back, like, to the United States, especially distrustful of the government, because they felt the government sold them out in the war in Vietnam, and then they, like, became, like, fascists and started, like, militias and shit like that, you know, so all the training that they learned in other countries, you know, they're just, like, it's all of it now is sort of, like, it's escalated to this point where it's, like, yeah. Like, they're doing this shit in, like, supermarkets, you know, and shopping malls and shit, you know, and targeting, like, some enemy that isn't foreign anymore. Well, foreign, but still, like, in the United States, you know, within the country, you know. I have, I think we have this idea, in a, like, the left has this idea that they're, because we live in a capitalist, like, mode of production, that they wouldn't risk it all to do the craziest shit. But that is literally what the slave owners did. Yeah. They risked it all just to yeah. hold on to slaves. But the like, went to war, bro. I know they they <laughs> they really did try. Like we have to understand that as like a conflict in between sort of modes of production. Yeah, because you know what I'm saying. Like they yeah. they that wanted, is such a good point. They wanted a yes. different path for capitalism. They that you may not have been able to call capitalism. It, perhaps it would have been different. But like. There are conflicts like that among an elite in society, and that's what kind of fucks me up about this. Is like they, they, we are clearly seeing two divergent paths, if not yes. many. Yes. But they are, they really do. They're, they're going to risk it all. They're going to risk the bag for a whole uh, new sort of. I don't know. I, I don't know if you want to call it like a, a mode of production, sort of like some sub mode, a subspecies that like could branch off and spread into something new but like a branch off of like i mean neoliberalism is fashion fascism but it's like it is the kind of overt and explicit fascism that like the only way i could think of it is what you said terrence like i could really imagine like this like kind of walled off society like almost literally you know or like where every every place you go is a prison like movement of just not even like like uh no restriction of not even just restriction of movement but just of association right like uh-huh. sort of like back to that like as you were saying this nazi idea of like no the, it's about races now right because only races right diversity is what makes us weak right as that dude said in his manifesto it's only r- where we all have these specific things in common 
right? That also go down to culture, right? Yeah. That will keep us together. And that shit is terrifying, you know? I'm curious if there's not some... I mean, I don't want to just necessarily venture into this territory, like, just, just, you know, willy-nilly or anything. I hate saying willy-nilly. I don't know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> but but you, it does make you wonder... If there's some sort of like greater sort of MK style thing going on with some of these guys, because the the Buffalo shooter and his you know whole manifesto or whatever is suspiciously like so many people that people like my friend in New York was telling me about this guy that's kind of losing his mind in real time on social media. The guy here in Letcher County that's saying he's Jesus Christ and had that standoff yeah. with the police and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You wonder if it's, it's is it just like the conditions of today that are like, you know, making people short circuit and whatever? I understand that completely if it is, but it does make you wonder if there's something more insidious going on. Yeah, I, I think so, honestly, and I know I think that because so I was telling my I was telling my brother this. It's interesting, like having this conversation with him because he's not really like in these sort of discourse spaces and stuff and he was like well what would be their motive like why would they do something like that to go for it all well that's the, and that's the to thing go because, for broke, bro. because that exactly it helps them <laughs> consolidate their power i mean and the thing is is the reason there could be several reasons why but this technique what and this has been talked about a lot but this technique was honed over the course of the struggle against mm. communism world mm. you know i mean in italy and these these you know these countries like you talk about like them terrorizing a population they didn't do that just because they're evil or because it's the evil empire and they want control i mean they did do it for those reasons but it was also to push a population to to their agenda to their way of seeing things to get them more under their control to call you know to be able to call them up when they need them to mm -hmm. or to depend on them to do this or the other and i think that the right wingers at some point like the people who did that like probably especially towards the end of the soviet union in taking down the soviet union these people have now turned that process inwards yes. i think against the american population probably I mean, Man. like, I don't have any proof of this. This is quite literally just a conjecture. But at the same, but you, I mean, but it's not just coincidence. I mean, and another thing, honestly, this is, I was thinking about this earlier mm. today, too. This is kind of related to that. Like, mm. it was very, it was very surreal, very crazy to watch the libs make this, you know, make this big grandstanding thing about this Buffalo shooter. And it's just like, and then, you know, on NPR talking about this, like, you know, it being obviously what it was, like mm -hmm. a racial, a, ra a motivate, a racism motivated crime. Mm -hmm. It's just like, okay, you can't, you, you can't like bemoan this and say this is bad if you also support the war where we just gave $40 billion to an army yes. that has a fucking Nazi paramilitary unit inside. Bruh, yeah. Bruh. Like, come the fuck on, man. Bruh, like, the, 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 the dissonance is amazing with that. The, the cognitive dissonance, also two things, and I hope I'm not sounding like some conspiracy theorist shit, right? But we know this for a fact. Yo, this dude said that he was going to, he threatened to shoot up his fucking high school. You know what I'm saying? Before, and tried to get a gun before he shot, like, in, uh, these black people in Buffalo. And, like, they didn't do anything, right? Why is it that these motherfuckers have tabs on every single fucking person, every single black rapper, every single, like, figure that is problematic, right? 
Like every time a motherfucker coughs or sneezes, right? They know about this shit. But you telling me that they don't? They don't? They know about this right. dude's gonna like he's made threats, but how they don't do shit. Right? Young thug. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly the most like yeah the biggest reaches you can imagine. Another thing with that that's fucking crazy. You see the the one member of YSL that wasn't incarcerated died under mysterious mysterious circumstances. Yeah. When when. I for, what's his name? I, for, I forget you, what his name. One of the, you told me the other yeah, day. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Like the one guy that wasn't caught up in the indictment just mm. dies under mysterious circumstances. Bruh. Some man. shit is not Little right. Keyed. Yeah. <laughs> Little Keed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Keed. Bruh. Shit is... I, it's like... Another thing, too, man, is that the Democrats, the liberals, their response always after some shit like this is to give the police more money. Right and law enforcement more money, even though law enforcement, <laughs> even though law enforcement did not fucking stop this shit from happening. So Terrence, it's like you said, it's like going for broke with the control, bro. The Republicans don't like that legislation because obviously these mass shooters are their foot soldiers, right? Uh -huh. But the Democrats are doing it because they have a fetish for law and order. So like on both sides, the shit is fucked. Like with Pe both competing interests, it's fucked either this, way. You know? The weird thing people talk about Tucker Carlson, like oh, it's just you know, like they talk about it like it's an ancillary thing or like an effect of what he's saying like 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 there's a like tail wagging the dog type of shit right 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 and it's yeah, like yeah. like no he, i they <laughs> want people to shoot up movie theaters schools yes. public yes. places because it it provokes terror in a population that's that's everyone people get suspicious of one another man people become more entrenched in their own political uh, positions society and i mean this is to say that like None of this shit is new in terms of the underlying conditions, right, that, like, like let this shit happen. But the fact that it just blew my mind that in that one weekend there was that shooting and then, like, two more, you know? And it's like yeah. they know they know at least one – they knew at least one of them might have happened but allowed it to happen. And see, that I, that's maybe, like, touchy to say let it happen, but that's what it feels like, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I could – theoretically conceive of somebody saying like well what are we supposed to do about it if that is the case yeah. and i mean it's just i mean there's really nothing you can do but nothing the, you can do the larger that. point though i think honestly i think it's just an interesting thing to talk about because i think it it makes the other stuff make sense like the roe v weight like that is yeah. also a form of yeah. terrorism you know what i'm saying yes. like them rolling back rights and you know what i mean that Yes, it's, and uh, bodily, something that's, like, bodily, like, it's, like, corporeal, you know what I'm saying? Like, it actually has material, like, impact on people, you know? Yeah, I don't know. That's something that, like, a lot of liberals can't count, and so not a few leftists, even, is that, like, sometimes history brings you to a thing where there's no easy answers. Like, yeah, you could get out there and start doing your own little acts of, you know, like a little fires everywhere approach, you know what I mean? Like a riot sort of based approach, but, like, short of that, like, sometimes the deck is just stacked against you and that's not to like encourage any sort of political impotence or anything no, like that but like yeah, nihilism or anything like that no. but like it also means you need to quit you know cut out the dopey shit like oh we can do it at the ballot box or we can do this that and the third it's like the wep the weapons of our warfare are you know in some ways not carnal <laughs> at this point and it's uh I don't know. It's hard to know exactly what to do. You know. This is funny. This is what I saw. Uh, <clears throat> Senator Chris Coons. This week and every week, I promise I'll continue funding the police and working to ensure that they have the resources they need to serve and protect every Delawarean. I love that sentence. I promise I'll continue funding the police. 
choice. <laughs> I, I promise above you know, all things that I will bro, continue funding the police so it's like that a our, tweet, bro. our little tax haven, our little domestic tax haven can stay exactly that. <laughs> bro, you know what? These politicians are literally more on the local level, but they're all terrified of the police, bro. Like that, that sounds like, like, I promise I will keep funding the police. I promise I will keep, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you're a hostage or some shit, man. They're terrified of them, dude. They're ter- terrified of like police associations, like unions or whatever, police departments, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, dude. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. The, um, anyways though. Yeah. The, uh. Well, I'll just go ahead and tell you my perspective on it is it's a trial balloon for a coup. It's a head fake. It is certainly a trial balloon for a coup. You're right. Oh, man. No good. No good. uh, But you, I don't think we let you finish the story. That was a long detour. Yeah, yeah, around yeah, the, the voting. Site. Site. <laughs> yeah, the voting site. <laughs> yeah, did we? Did, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even tell you. Yeah. So then you got okay. So then you, after you make sure it's bubbled in correctly, uh-huh. you have to go feed it through a machine, and you have to sit there for a minute while it processes it. And then the way you know that you your vote was cast is a little American flag pops up. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I was. That's when I was That's free to receipt. leave. Your receipt is an American flag, bro. And then on my way out, the lady said, "Here, here's your sticker. Where you want it?" And I was like, "I'll." Uh, I just took it. Through the, I don't want to like. I don't want people to know I voted. <laughs> yeah, people to know I voted. Fuck you talking about? Yeah, fuck out. Walking out of here ashamed. Yeah, my tail between my legs, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think that would be. That's the ideal society I would want to live in. If you, I, if it says I voted, it's like a target on your bank. You basically yeah. it's like a kick it's like a kick me sign basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like as soon as you step out, you gotta rush into a car. Yeah. Like evade uh people trying to throw shit at you. Yeah, like Ride polling sites rocks. will have uh people that will like uh you know, like how they like take a celebrity and like cover them up and protect them from the paparazzi and like uh-huh. throw them in the back of a Chevy Suburban. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what it'll be like. You'll have people that drive you to and from the polling place and they'll just try to beat off people that want to kick your ass for yeah. voting. Yeah. yeah, you know how they shame people like Libs love to shame people for not voting. They like shame people for voting, man. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what the left needs to do. That's what the left needs to do. Just vote shame. Motherfucker, you voted? Get the fuck out of here. We bro. need to be like, you know how like uh you know abortion clinics have like the escorts, like people yeah. that kind of like help them to and from their car safely yeah. and stuff. That's we need to take up that, but it's like we need to be like the church people that antagonize people yeah, going to abortion clinics. Them. We need to antagonize. I like you see somebody parked to a polling place and we just pull up and say, Sir, you're making the worst decision you've ever made. <laughs> you're actually controlling contributing to the creepy faster yes sir sir do you want to be tacitly responsible for the bombing campaigns and da 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 just, just like, like roll, try to actively actively dissuade people from voting <laughs> up until they walk up to the door oh, dude, I'll never forget that I was, I was going with my ex-girlfriend to get an abortion in Louisville one time and I'll never we pulled up in the parking garage and three like just doe-eyed kids just come up to our car, 
And I'm just like, there. I could have been going to like the fucking churches across the street, Church of Chicken or some Dude, shit. Dude, it is know. so fucked up when they get the kids to do that. Right. Like yeah. the teenagers, like in the youth group. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if it was for abortion. Bruh, they, this one guy, because uh, this girl I was seeing, um, I went with her to get an abortion too. And I was driving and she, she was white. So she's sitting in the, the seat and the guy, the white guy that's protesting comes up to me and he's like, oh, they kill black babies. Like your baby, like you pulled the race into it, bro. She had to stop me from getting out the car to whip that motherfucker's ass, bro. I was so fucking bad. I was, I was so to lean out and just pop him one in the top of the face, bro. I was so he sticks, sad, he bro. sticks his head in and then puts the black, the black power fist through. <laughs> right, yeah. He go right back out the car window. Right here, my man. All right, my brother. They're trying to kill your people. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. God damn. That is the darkest shit. I've ever heard in my life. Like, do you know they kill like just grasping at straws? Like, he's black. Okay, he's this black. Work. I can like, use this. Jesus, I can use this. That's so <laughs> but yeah, I think that'd be a good Dude, idea this, for us this, to pull in place. Well, this is the thing. Like, I think that uh, uh, what they need to start doing is just mm. beating the shit out of those people. No, seriously. I mean, no, seri- I, mean I mean, like, I really ironically, do- like for no one, ironically, I mean, they really do. Get a fucking tire iron and let's just start beating the fucking <laughs> shit out of them. Some don't like fight. Corn, some They're not going to fight you back. motherfucker that I was surprised he wasn't on their side of it came up and was like, get the fuck away from them. I was like. Yeah, and, and you could <laughs> say you could say that's escalation. And the thing is, is like the way this like fascist like stuff works, I feel mm. like, is they will spend Years and years building up the kind of like legal and institutional infrastructure and around it, mm-hmm. and then like you know, and allowing what that does is it allows I don't know, but at the same time, like this book I was reading goes into how about like a lot of conservatives were in the Weimar judiciary, mm. and if you look at the number of like communists and leftists that were like prosecuted and sent to jail, it was astronomical as opposed oh, God, to like fascist right wing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it was just yeah. the kind of the same same shit. Yeah, I mean, which liberals? I mean, classically, like liberals, that's they they always go along with like right. fascists, right? Like right, liberalism right. is a gateway to fascism, right. you know. But like, yeah, man. I mean, the escalation thing though, we're not the ones that like started the escalation. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, when people when people when Whenever people like talk about that i'm like yo i'm not the one like doing this though you know like i mean it's kind of it's kind of unfair to like to to ask people to say that people shouldn't respond in kind you know and also i'm not under any like delusions like these motherfuckers like they have malicious man like they've been like training and practicing for like like decades or years or whatever but at the uh-huh. same time they went to january 6th and they didn't do shit right they were that so is, fucking stupid that they didn't fucking do know what to do so i don't know man that is true know. it's like while like i was like uh you know harassing people online for saying voting stupid as a liberal like all my conservative peers were like joining militias and like shooting guns <laughs> yeah like and going on gun, and gun I was farms like, and shit like that these people are gun nuts <laughs> yeah. yeah man I well the the i think like the political sort of like the social contract in america as it stands is already very conservative and reactionary right like the constitution and all those uh so it's like you could see how they could use that to their advantage but and like in that way like the paramilitary aspect of it plays off of the sort of like formal prim and proper legal aspect Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. um like the shock troops almost right 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 yeah and so that I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, that, and that's why 
this doom this podcast is not a doomer podcast. People mm. misunderstand this all the time. They say, "Oh, you're talking about fascism? Oh my god, you're talking about like the mm. world ending?" And I'm like, "No, you don't understand. It's mm. not a doomer podcast. This is a prepper podcast. This is a prepper, this is a prepper, prepper. Big difference. It's a big <laughs> difference. You know, there's a difference in, in understanding what is to come and preparing oneself, and simply just talking about it in the in the terms of like, well." Uh, that's it. No, motherfucker. I'm preparing my mind. Not well. Not my body at all. No, not my, I'm slowly dying inside. But my mind, at least, I'm fortifying, calcifying my mind for whatever what is the fucking cup did. That's I'm not saying our, be, yeah. our new sponsor is Jim Baker's Doomsday Seeds. <laughs> Sell you like a can of fucking supplements or some shit. Yeah, we should start doing that, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky that I have that like impulse already you know that we grew up with like the rapture mythology it's like i, I mean yeah i'm already inclined I'm already toward it. like i in some ways they they prepped us for this yeah they prepped you're right unintentionally yeah there's no there's no future i see that's not catastrophic and i have the church to thank for that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know it's man, made I'm me always... sober and vigilant in the day of reckoning though, so <laughs> I, I have to say that yeah man I'm cool as a cucumber like, in a crisis. It's when things are good that I'm like shaky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when things are good, you're like, this is unnatural. I, same. I feel the same. I say that now. But, you know, that's yeah. a weird part about having anxiety, though. Is like when shit really bad does happen, it like you're, it just feels normal. Right? Yeah, because that's but all like, the time. Right, but your everyday life just feels like on edge all the time when everything's just like fine. <laughs> Who was? How did Jeff win, Young win? The sixth congressional district, because he put that billboard above the li- above the the liquor store, man. It actually is a brilliant tactic but, if you're going to go for broke like that. Peace for peace, abolish the CIA. That is really tight, honestly. I mean, you compare really that is. to that priest dude's like hundreds and thousands of mailings that he sent me saying that he's going to like make Lexington walkable. <laughs> it's like, come on, man! I want an Africom about. Give me something, yeah, bro. Shoot for the stars, man. Bro, Lexington wants the CIA abolished. We don't want easier access to walking trails. It is an interesting, like, example of how like people really only process politics through. These kind of like larger signifiers, yes, you know what yeah. I mean? Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, yes. Yo, I was talking when we were talking earlier, Tom. Again, I was like, "Yo, you know that they're not going to raise the minimum wage. You know that they're not going to make the air, or the water clean, or your, you know, your kids will have a school right. to go to or anything. Right. So they might as well just give you <laughs> not even like pie in the sky, but I'm just saying like the shit that everybody, not even kitchen table issues. It's just common sense. Nobody fucking likes the CIA. Bro. I think like just do that shit instead, man. Yeah, I think people realize that if that was to actually go through, at least something crazy would happen as a result. We get some interesting. Assassination, you know, maybe? I don't know. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Here's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, assassinations would make a comeback. Well, this idea that like national politics is supplanted local politics is like, I could go say I'm going to run for Whitesburg City Council tomorrow, uh-huh. and if I just went around saying critical race theory, mm. nothing else, oh, they just look at me, votes, yeah. and they just say, what are you about? And I just say, critical race theory. <laughs> I would win in a landslide. But if I went and said, I'm going to pave your roads... I'm going to funnel more money into education, all that boring shit that actually would have tangible benefit. <laughs> Nowhere. But if I say that, like, yeah, that, like, I'm going to... Uh, like, At least the even... UFO, the fucking UFO uh, top Yeah, listen, shit, yeah. as a Whitesburg City Congressman, my first duty... <laughs> 
is to declassify the UFO files. <laughs> And that's a and that's a promise, <laughs> motherfucker. I would that I'm a single voter issue. I would I would vote for you in a heartbeat, man. Yeah. I would vote for you in a heartbeat. That's man. it. Jesus, getting your name changed on the ballot to critical race hyphen theory, <laughs> yeah. critical race theory. I'm I'm critical race theory, <laughs> and I want your vote. Just don't say anything else. Like pass around buttons with CRT on a fast yeah. campaign for right. Yeah. God damn. God damn. Son. Well, but that's a good point, though. It's like there are those kind of like, you know, national signifier issues that you can kind of skirt around some of the other culture war stuff, you know, mm, yeah. like abolish the CIA. I mean, Epstein is obviously one of them. I mean, that's yeah. one that like <clears throat> got, can't believe like the, the left completely ceded that ground to the right. Really is, did, isn't man. it fucked up how like the pedo hunters... Um, in the elite are on the right. Like that's yeah. something the left should be hit hammering and could ha- actually could hammer yes. these guys yes. on a lot more effectively. Right, right. Yeah, because there's like you let John Podesta run that. one campaign and you you can't take the high ground on that anymore though. Oh man. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, what else happened this week? Anything else of note? Do, 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 do. Shit. Oh. What else did happen I feel like something this happened. week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I feel like else happened. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh, the Jordan Peterson thing. There was. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Sports Illustrated thing. <laughs> God, dude, what? Why do uniquely? I mean, this is not an original point or observation or by any stretch, but like. For a people that call other people, like these people that follow Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan, whoever, like they're it's all just projection. These are the biggest fucking crybabies. Uh huh. Yeah. This guy just, uh, he just like nobody asked for it. And he just offered up that he didn't want to jack off to a bigger he, girl that was on the cover yeah. of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. And then he just gets he just gets cries when people get mad about that. He essentially <laughs> cried for not wanting to have sex. He, with a hot bitch, he cried yeah, like because who, he could have beat off. He her. cried. <laughs> who, he cried about not that he didn't get to, that he didn't want to. He didn't want to. He didn't want to have sex with someone who was hot. It's authoritarian for uh, for 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 women that you don't want to have sex with to be presented to you, uh, so whether it's in man. media, in person, whatever. Yeah. God damn. God damn. I mean, it's funny, but at the same time, it's really dark. I mean, it like, I, I really was, honestly, like, it, I mean, it was pretty funny because it's Jordan Peterson, yeah, 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 and yeah. the way he worded it was like, nope, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's no amount of authoritarian wokeness or whatever the fuck there he was, said. There was a world where <laughs> people didn't want to have sex with girls that looked like that. Or is it guy? It's just like this man cries every five fucking, like, literally cries every five fucking seconds. Like, bro, good, good bro. Go fucking... Yeah, it's the thing. Like you, it's like I said before. You don't want to be caught cr- crying about society. There's, there's it's not th- becoming. It's not. <laughs> it's not <laughs> becoming. Yeah. It's not very uh, uh, philosopher king like, man. Right, 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 right. Well, if these guys were who they say they were, they would tell you the essential truth is: even when you're fucked, you got to adopt a stiff upper lip and just. Yeah. Nothing worse than like uh, crying when the bands playing their vi- playing, playing Brian's song on violins in the corner while the ship's going down. 
Can't do that. I don't know, but like his whole like weepy affectation, mm. the way he gets so emotional over dumb shit. Yeah, over <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, it's dumb shit, but it's like it's stuff that he thinks is profound or it's that it speaks to the human condition in some like way. Like a Western civilization, like the kind of erosion of Western civilization, maybe. Like, like when he was so kind of like, I don't know. Like when what? he was moved to tears over the house band that fucking uh, right, right. Well, I, the, Tootsie's <laughs> in Nashville playing Ghost Riders in the Sky. Like. The thing about him crying about that, like, because he got to like piece through what about it made him cry. It mm. wasn't that the solo was just so fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, that's I would have cried to that because you know be shit faced two in the two in the morning and someone's mm. fucking ripping a noodle and you're like oh fuck yeah, like, yeah, damn. like let my That's man what cook. it's all about <laughs> <laughs> the juggler and the guitar man have arrived <sighs> but but like that's not what he was crying like he was crying because everybody in the room was experiencing this moment of human connection. Mm. They were all watching this band together and getting lost in the moment. Mm. And like to him, it's like this kind of like ex- it's this kind of example of how humans are so much their their potential is so much greater than this. Like and and through art, they can commune with each other on this like transcendence level. Yeah, and. It's scary that that guy is saying that because this is mm. also a guy who believes in natural hierarchies, yes. who believes that there are that there are objective physical forms of beauty and you know aesthetic pleasure. Culture, yes, yes, right. You know yes, what I mean? That like it's not yes. this completely subjective thing. Like that is that is kind of scary. It's and that's Nazi why shit, man. It's, it's Nazi, Nazi shit. Nazi shit dude. It's, it's exactly what it is. It's Nazi <laughs> shit. But like the fact that it is pretty popular and then you are now seeing it get sort of absorbed into yes. the politics of like jd vance and T- mm-hmm. teal that's that's what's scary and I, yeah i wonder right. if i wonder if he doesn't have some sort of endocrine issue with that all meat diet that's causing him to be a little bitch <laughs> you know what i mean like when you're not when you're probably like depleted of vitamins you might turn to like a little pussy boy you know it's right? just weeping all the time no, that's. I mean, that makes sense because, like, when I get really hungry, I get really, you know, emotional. He's and weeping angry. all the time because he's like vitamin A deficient or something. He always, he always looks like he's dying too, man. He just is a very sickly looking man, you know. Like, I don't know, man. It's like the 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 sort of like the way he gets passionate about like all that stuff, man. It is scary because it does remind me of like like this Nazi ideal of like beauty, right? And human potential, right? And like what, you know, what we, what, when it's we though, it's not like everybody. Like it's again, like again, Terrence, like you were saying, like these like um, these, these, these racial like identities, you know, that will like forge us together, you know? Yeah. And make it, us whole. You know? it's, it's weird because like our traditional like sort of image or conception of the white nationalist in American society is this like, backwoods like i don't know Clansman either that either yeah either that like they kind of have made them sort of like hillbillies or mm-hmm. there is the kind of like they're just like on the fringes in general like they're yeah. disturbed mentally they mm-hmm. are in prison militia, and and militia groups and shit right it's yeah. just uh, it's just kind of unnerving and weird to see someone who's that popular 
express those same basic ideas, yeah. but also pair it with this very obvious, I mean, he's crying about it, so I guess he must feel very passionately about it, this very obvious concern for, like, the human condition and the yes. betterment of society. Yes. That is kind of scary to me. It's like, it's yeah. kind of been distilled in several people, like, you know, J.D. and, and mm -hmm. Peter Till. And that's why, like the the row thing. That's why it was just like so kind of unnerving. It's like okay, no, they're they're really doing this. Like they're it's like bow tie fascism, man. It's like it's like outwardly not just polite, but like it, it seems like. Well, Tucker Carlson, I think about it too, because like he he wears a bow tie. Jordan Peterson, he's always like a you know he's a, a guess a, a public intellectual. He's always has like his overcoat and shit. Like they the way they dress and talk. Like, it is something that people will be like, okay, let me sit down and listen to this guy, you know? Instead of, like, listening to some dude, like, rant on his YouTube channel, right, about his manifesto. Like, they make this shit appealing aesthetically to people, but it's so much closer. I mean, it literally is just parroting, like, far-right Nazi white nationalist shit, you know? But in a package that is accepting to people, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Uh, again, I, though, I do want to stress how funny it is that he was crying about his inability to find somebody attractive that's weird that's so fucking weird that is so weird man and also too because like it's it kind of has like a sort of social justice tense to it. <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. he, he's kind of like he is showing this kind of like emotion or regret over not finding somebody attractive I, but he's like like putting this sort of like political yeah tinge to his spin it, yeah tinge, it's i don't know it's there so, was an america once where you would, could find women that didn't have a fat old ass <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> that, that's what i think that's what is so strange about it these guys are terrified of a fat ass i have had this epiphany i had this epiphany over the weekend with my brother and my friend in colorado it's like dudes who got really really into tits like dudes who really, really like titties, they kind, they kind of went insane. <laughs> like, all my friends who were really into titties are, like, MAGA dudes now. But all my <laughs> friends that were, like, that knew the ass was actually where it's at. Like, they, they, yeah, yeah, a little more insane. <laughs> no, bro, that's, yo, god damn, yeah. son. Titties drove them insane, man. Yeah. Yo, Not all like of them. Some, some, some men can enjoy... Uh, or no, anybody. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not mean to essentialize. Anybody can enjoy a big titty, yeah, yeah, yeah. but some people it drives them insane. <laughs> it's like the political. Yeah, it's the political. You know the with, political with, chart? with much titty in your mouth comes more responsibility. Honestly, <laughs> some men aren't cut out for it. Uh, you know, you know that political chart with the quadrants and shit like that. You know, but instead it would be like titties or ass, right? And mm. again, not to essentialize, but for anybody, maybe this can speak to your. Moral values, your political values, you know, like. Well, I think it's really it's a hazard against the danger of titties. It's like um, <laughs> titties will drive you cautionary tale. A cautionary right. tale by the danger of titties. titties is that they can't. It's kind. It's kind of like heroin. Like the first couple of times, it's like, damn, this is the best thing I've ever felt. But then you can be driven insane exactly. by them. But the ass, the ass is solid. The I mean, you're, solid, I mean, bad. you'll never get too insane. Over nah, nice. nah, nah. You always appreciate titties, <laughs> make you go bonkers, man. Uh, I don't know. On the other side of that, a fat ass will make you risk it all occasionally. 
Yeah. Well, that was <laughs> that is so with 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 there's some <laughs> the ass man has some responsibility I, in society. You're right. The ass man <laughs> does have responsibility <laughs> in society. He needs to practice he temperance in all are. other areas of his life <laughs> to not lose his mind. <laughs> you are right. The ass man has responsibility, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the ass man come. but i do it's possible it is possible that jordan peterson that was his way of risking it all like he blew it you think like that's why he got off twitter he's like i I blew it no (laughs) like that he thought that that was gonna work kind of like negging maybe he was like trying to like neg or something like that oh man such a uniquely annoying figure and there's i mean there's Awful. there's people i hate like trump that i just enjoy like watching yeah because entertaining at least right? but peterson's not i just don't get what people find enrapturing about it makes this me extre- fucking grown-ass crybaby extremely sad is really <laughs> and people see him as like a philosopher king you know i mean like it's like when people i mean i guess i can understand when people like are fans of Elon Musk, right? Like, I mean, I think, like, you know, that's that's insane, but, I mean, that makes more sense than Jordan Peterson or Ben Shapiro, right? Like, people that stand for these people, it's like, bro, what's wrong with you, man? Uh-huh. You know? Like, this guy, like, again, is crying about, like, because he couldn't beat off, I guess, to this hot chick, and this is your philosopher king, you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. He got bullied off of Twitter, and he didn't even get bullied off of Twitter. Like, he came back, like, I was posting for the next couple hours, you know, after he said he was going to leave because oh, people making yeah. fun of him. So it's like, yo, come on, man. You, my man, not just crying, man, he but like, just like, defeat. Take, he couldn't accept defeat, man. He couldn't take the L and, and uh, you know, with honor, man. Nah. Oh, no. It's a dishonorable man. Mm-mm. He is. He is ultimately a dishonorable <laughs> man. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It is true. He, he has no honor. He has no honor. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's scary because none of these people have honor, yet, like, they're shaping some current of discourse and culture in society. It is you interesting know? that none of them run on that. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. no honor in society anymore. It's like, because they, <laughs> they don't have honor. Themselves. They don't have honor either. They, man. And they can't. They don't know how to do the thing yet where you say one thing and you're clearly and that's where Madison Cawthorn fucked up. That's where he did he didn't understand that like part of the job is doing coke orgies. You let first rule about Coke Orgy Club is you don't talk about Coke Orgy Club. That's man. on the job requirement. Shit, like, it's on the job description. Like you don't that's the Take only it. thing they give you in Congress when you come in. As a Republican freshman, they just give you a piece of an envelope that says, Don't talk about the Coke orgies, man. An envelope with a bunch of Coke in it. And with a bunch of Coke in it. You have to take it to in front of them. You have to do it in front of them to know that you're not a narc. You're right. He's a fucking narc, man. Yeah, what the fuck am I doing in my life, man? This dude's, what, 27 and ran for office, man. Let me, let me, let me run for. Uh, He's my congressman, Hank uh, Hank Hank Johnson. Try to run against him, man. You gonna make a primary challenge to Hank Johnson using the yeah. Jeff Young platform? Yeah, using the <laughs> Jeff Young platform. Actually, I was saying that uh, Hank Johnson said that uh, asked a uh, uh, general if Guam, the island of Guam, could uh, uh, capsize, and I'm gonna use that in my attack ads. <laughs> this man thought an island could capsize <laughs> like a boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Does he think Guam is just like on a whale's back or something like that? Like, <laughs> like a turtle's back? Yeah. Like the world? Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, 
Uh, that's an interesting. That's you know that's an interesting thing. He was dead serious too, man. Is that oh. like a flat Earth thing? Like a no, just the Hank Johnson thing. I got oh. his dumb shit, man. He's he's kind. He's all right, I guess. He ain't that bad. Damn. But it doesn't matter. That's the thing about it, right? It doesn't matter what he is or what he's not because uh, apparently uh, going to the polls doesn't really. Uh, that's not where it's at, man. He asked if uh, if Guam could capsize. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that rules. Don't primary that guy. Go after somebody else. He's all, We need more of that. Well, yeah, we need more congressmen <laughs> who think that islands can flip over. Hey, you like, know what? <laughs> he's good on Israel and Palestine, too, so I, I, I do fuck with him now. Just yeah. an island doing the Titanic sink, you know what I mean? Like, it goes yeah. way up and breaks in half. Yeah. And like, yeah. your village mechanic falls. Like, ah! <laughs> and he's, like, hanging over to a palm tree or something like that. Like, trying not to slip into the sea. <laughs> Couple of guys playing the violin. <laughs> Wait, what do they play? What, what is what is what is uh, cultural uh, uh, instrument in Guam? I don't know. Maybe not violin. Yeah, Something else. Sure. I don't know. Probably. If it was in Jamaica, it'd be steel drums. Uh, <laughs> if you play steel drums, it's <laughs> yeah. a fucking band of eight of them. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor and a pleasure playing with you, sir. As the fucking island. <laughs> 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 and this is the latest from what, what would be a good name for a Whalers cover band? <laughs> like a right Whalers. Catch a fine instead of catch a fire. Catch a fine. Catch a fine. <laughs> and this is this is illegalize it by catch a fine. It's been an honor, sir. It's been an honor, sir. <laughs> it's been an honor. <laughs> oh man. Oh shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> see that water. That water's warm though, so they would like sink. Like it'd be a tragedy, and you just see everybody just floating in the water, swimming, shit, smiling, and shit. <laughs> yeah, everybody's still happy as hell. Wow, <laughs> the guys right. still playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, shit. Shit. You're right. God damn, son. Oh man. <laughs> oh shit, that took me out. Congressman well. Johnson asking the tough questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, it's been an honor. It's been an honor. That's right. <laughs> Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. If you would like to go to the Patreon and support the content there, it's p a t r e o n dot com slash Trailbilly Workers Party. I'm going to ask you to. Tom's going to ask you to. Actually, I'm going to ask you to. If you've been thinking about making a pledge and you've been on the fence about it, <laughs> why don't you just try it? This is a man who is trained deep. He was trained in the dark arts of how to convert his uh. Satan loving cousin into a Christian at I'm, the age of eight. Yeah, it's not not easy to do it, but much like my cousin, you can find a little purpose, a little meaning. Five dollars a month, mm-hmm. Patreon dot com slash True Workers Party, and uh, yeah, you would uh, be supporting a good cause. Mm-hmm. A good cause. I think that's I think that's gonna work. Um, yeah. That's a good. That's that's yeah. That's uh, because yeah. I mean, like that's the thing. Like we have the power of persuasion, mm-hmm. as taught by. The in my case Taylor Memorial Baptist Church Youth Group, mm-hmm. and in your case King's Chapel uh, non denominational. Mm-hmm. We were trained <laughs> how to evangelize, so that's why a lot of people when they talk to us, they walk away like, "What this? What is this five dollar charge? I don't even remember." Yeah, I don't even this. know. They got like uh, some, like spinny circles in their eyes, like they've been uh, hypnotized, <laughs> man. like you're walking away like. So <laughs> why you think this game was free? <laughs> Guess I'm a patron now. Yeah, it's uh, time you made a decision for <laughs> Trillbillies today. Yeah, yeah. Accept them into your heart. 
also too like you know we're talking about uh, uh if you want to if you want to prep man if you want to be ready if you want to calcify if you want to calcify your heart you know subscribe man yes yeah. that is true yeah. that is honestly a form of prepping yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen to true billy boys yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do it. Uh, damn do it. all right well we'll see you next time thanks for listening